Welcome everyone to Ayn Shaltu Show. I'm your host, Ayn Shaltu. I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 244, we have a special guest, Thomas Edwards. In this episode, we'll discuss with Thomas how to handle a struggle or growth. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on the podcast, and let's dive in. Are you a business owner, tired of same old get-rich-quick schemes and cookie-cutter marketing tactics? Do you crave a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who get it? Then welcome to B-School Community. You are one-stop shop for building a thriving business with sustaining organic growth. So, who am I? I'm Ainul Chaudhry. I'm the host of this podcast and I created the B-School Community because I was tired of seeing so many business fail, the coaches and consultant spaces. They are chasing on the wrong metrics, focusing on the wrong things and lacking the support they needed to truly thrive. So in this B-School community, it isn't about courses, it's about complete transformation. So we offer Mindset Mastery where you learn to think and like successful business entrepreneurs overcoming limiting belief, your anxieties, your own self-limitation and unshakable confidence. We have organic growth strategies where we teach you how to build your website a sales machine and also we teach you how to grow your organic reach on a social media platform of linkedin and also we're gonna talk about how to build it a reputable your podcast so through the podcast you can generate inbound leads for your business also we do weekly live classes where get personal guidance ask questions in real time stay motivated and interact with the other people and so we have like an expert community as well so where you can connect with the network of online coaches consultant agency owners who have been there done that and you're ready to succeed and help you with that as well so why wait so at business school community we believe building a business with purpose passion commitment and making difference so we are not about shortcuts or empty promises we are about real results real relationships and real growth so if you are ready to ditch your grind and build online join b school community today and unlock your full potential the link will be under the description go check out b school today and get your spot hi thomas thank you so much for joining this podcast episode really appreciate it how are you today I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me here. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well as well. And it's great pleasure to have you on the show as well. And I love to know more about yourself. And also we're going to discuss on the topic we have is how to handle the growth and struggle. So before that, I'd love to know uh, more about yourself. Like how did you overcome your growth and your struggle uh, on your like a personal life and professional life? Yeah, absolutely. So to give some context, um, I'm first generation American born. Um, my family is originally from Jamaica. And so the pursuit of the American dream was <laughs> alive and well in my home. And um, anyone who's a listener out there who's from the Caribbean knows that you, you have parents that are very into wanting to make sure you have an education and to be successful and create security in your life. That is just something that you aspire to because you want to make your parents proud. And so I did that. Um, Definitely not the most traditional way. (laughs) Um, My first business uh, was called The Professional Wingman. And we helped people develop the proper social skills so they can go out and meet people in real life and make romantic connections that could lead to long-term romantic relationships. And after 
a short period of time, I found myself featured in over 100 media outlets. I was on TV all the time. Clients were flying me out around the country to work with them. And my clients were getting successful. I mean, at, at the peak of my career, I was responsible for over 200 marriages and engagements, you know, and so it wasn't like, you know, it was, it was an amazing uh, success. And I remember I had just come off of a, a, a national TV show and I was celebrating with a group of people on a rooftop bar. And I remember looking at my reflection on the glass table as I'm kind of assessing where my life was at. You know, I, I was making a lot of money. I was uh, really successful. People knew me. I ended up finding my, my girlfriend at the time who later became my wife. I mean, I thought I had everything. And in that moment, I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel fulfilled in my life. And that was the moment where I realized that what I was pursuing wasn't mine. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't my story. It was someone else's story. It was someone else's dream. And I never gave myself the space to really ask myself, what did I want out of all of this? And I didn't expect what was going to happen after to happen. I mean, I got really depressed and I struggled a lot with isolation and escapism and um, even uh, drug and alcohol you know, abuse. And the struggle with that for me was I was living my life based on someone else's dreams, aspirations, story that they wanted for me. And I never gave myself the moment to think about what I wanted for my life. And so I had to spend a lot of time figuring out who Thomas was. What is his real identity? It's not this wingman thing, but yeah. what else is there? <laughs> you know, I started that company when I was 23 years old. And here I was, you know, at 28, 29 years old. That was all I knew. But I didn't know how to figure it out. And at the time, I didn't understand that other people were going through mm -hmm. this type of struggle as well not just in the growth of a business, but also internally as well. How do you define yourself outside of what you do? And one of the things that I had to realize was I couldn't do this journey by myself. You know, I was raised, you know, in a way where if I had a problem, if I was struggling, it was up to me to figure out how to do it, how to solve that problem. And in many ways, that taught me a lot about my internal resilience and my resolve. And in other ways, it held me back because I never understood or learned how to ask for help. I didn't understand how to receive help. I didn't know how to build community of people who supported me and could lift me up when I was not feeling my best. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn at 30 years old <laughs> how to start asking for help, how to start you know, bringing people in, letting people in and, and understand that, hey, you know, even though I did create all that success, I was emotionally and spiritually bankrupt inside. And I didn't know but how to- I'm thinking that. that time, like a, uh, you are successful, right? Like everyone outside, yeah. feel like that guy made it. And- Oh my gosh. In your shoes, but you are here. Yeah. Like, you, you are not enjoying yourself, right? Yeah, I mean, people would come to me and say, oh my God, like I want your life. Yeah, I want your life. You get to fly around and you can go to the hottest you know, bars and and locations. And all you have to do is show people how to- how to talk to other people. <laughs> and, you know, when I think about it, it, it could be told that simply, right? Like I was yeah. being flown out, you know, to major cities around the country to teach people how to meet their people that they wanted to meet in their city. And 
I mean, obviously it took a lot more work than that. <laughs> There's a lot more that would happen behind the scenes with their own struggle and their own needing to overcome adversity. But the way it looked, it looked like the ideal lifestyle. And when I take a step back, and this is obviously in reflection, that life was pretty good, mm. but it wasn't mine. You know, it, it was someone else's life that I just adopted to think, well, maybe if I created this life for myself, I would be loved and I'd be celebrated and I and I would be enough. And when I finally got there, I didn't feel any of those things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the thing that pushed me to obviously help myself, but also go out and help others is sometimes we pursue things because we just assume that that's what we are supposed to pursue in order to be successful or be happy. And the truth is, from my own personal experience, but also having done so much research and understanding how happiness really works and how fulfillment really works, it never matches the perception of what you believe it's going to be when you actually get there. And so it's really important to have that internal meaning and that internal purpose that really becomes your North Star. So that way, whether you get to that level of success or not, it becomes irrelevant to the bigger story that you're looking to experience internally. Yeah. And when did you find out, like, oh, I need to make the change? Like, when did you realize that, like, uh, this thing is not working? Like, I'm doing everything like what people can ask for. And I'm living the life. But at the same time, like, I I'm not enjoying it. Like, I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling depressed. And I need to make some change in order to, like, uh, being what I want to be. So what, when did you realize that? Like, uh, was it like uh, one day you just woke up and realized I need a change? Or, like, uh, over time, you planned out, like, uh, I'm going to be making some changes? Oh, my goodness. It was a, it was a very long... <laughs> a long series of events you know that day when I that night when I realized that I wasn't happy and I didn't have the answer to why or what could make me happy that's what started the downward spiral and so I was in a depression for um you know when I ended up talking to my psychiatrist I mean he said you were you were depressed for two years at least mm. and I had no awareness of this and so when it wasn't until I started to see the, the things that I love the most in my life fall apart. And, you know, my, my business was still thriving, but it wasn't based on my choice. I mean, I was showing up pretty apathetic, you know, I, I was so good. And, and this is not me tooting my own horn, but I got to a position where I was so good at what I was doing that it was on, I was on autopilot. Right. I wasn't really present, you know, and, and I was in total survival because I didn't know what else to do. And so that was what was going on in my business. Now, personally, I was just totally isolated. I was depressed. And so I wasn't connected with my wife. Then when my wife, when my wife got pregnant, while I was so excited and it was one of the happier days of my life, if not the happiest day of my life, it was also one of the worst days of my life because my identity was now in crisis. You know, this wingman identity that I was been struggling with now has this added layer of becoming a father. Yeah. And as much as I did want to become a dad, it was one of my dreams since I was a, a teenager, I still wasn't ready, right? And so I wasn't ready for the real death of that identity that I had created for myself. And so I always tell people that I spent the next couple years mourning that death. But the truth was, I wasn't mourning. I was avoiding it. <laughs> I, was, I was escaping from the inevitable death. And eventually my wife came to me and said, hey, you know, 
I love you. Uh, I think you're amazing. And how this marriage is set up right now and, and, and what's going on, like, this isn't what I want and something needs to change. And she, she used specific words not to blame me or, or to point the finger at me right. and say, you're the reason why this marriage is bad, but I took it as such. And, and I'm so grateful that I did because it really did help me see the reality is that what I was doing, I thought I was just doing it to myself. Mm-hmm. But the truth was I was affecting my wife and I was affecting my six month old daughter at the time. So it started, it prompted a journey for me to finally raise my hand and say, Hey, you know, I'm struggling here. Like the guy who used to have all the answers has no answer for this. And I need some help to find those answers. And that's when I started to get some outside support through therapy, psychiatry, lifestyle changes, other therapeutic support. And then eventually it got to the point where I ended up having my own deep spiritual experience where uh, the death that I was avoiding all that time finally happened. And over the course of a three-day period, I ended up waking up feeling a completely different person, Mm -hmm. living a completely different world by different rules where escapism didn't exist and drugs and alcohol didn't exist. And I had to understand who I really was in that moment. And it prompted this pursuit of, well, what makes Thomas really fulfilled? What makes Thomas really happy? And build a life around that. Yeah. And then eventually I I found it, I went back into video games, which video games brought so much joy to me. And I decided to pursue a career uh, of of, of sorts of becoming a semi-professional gamer. And it was very short, it was about six months. But what I learned from that was if I could really make my life more like a game Mm. with metrics and joy and curiosity, and I can track it, I would show up having so much fun, but performing at such a high level. And so that became a a methodology that I now use to this day, where I I used to work with businesses and and, and entrepreneurs, and I I still work with entrepreneurs, but now I work with dads uh, who are struggling to... Mm -hmm keep their families together, to have a solid connection with their wives. And I use that same kind of game-like methodology to help them get their marriage back and keep their families together. Because I didn't have that level of support at the time that I needed it most. And I'm so glad that I did before it was too late. But I want to be that person for, for those other dads who are struggling too and help them get to a place where I get to be today. Yeah. So that leads me to the next question. Like, I know, like, you've done a lot of work on yourself and you realized and made some changes. And so how someone else can do the same thing like you did, like how they can handle their success, failure, or like their growth. So how would you advise someone, like, even though yourself, like, if you go back where you started, how how would you approach it? That's a great question. So... The first thing that I I would do is you got to make sure that you have community. Mm -hmm. Community can mean so many different things to many people. But to me, what it means is you need to have people close to you in your life that will always have your back and has the best, your best interest. They, they're willing to tell you what you're doing. That's not working. (laughs) And they're willing to encourage you when things are working. That part was really key. You know, in my darkest time, I ended up hanging around the wrong wrong crowds. And sometimes those wrong crowds look really good. Sometimes they say the right things because they want to make you feel good. But 
you got to have that awareness to really see that, hey, this is not the direction that I want to go in life and associate yourself with people, not only who have your back, but here's the key. You want to associate yourself with people who are better than you. Hmm. You know, if there's, if there, if there's a, a, an area of your life, whether it's your physical wellness in your, in your professional career, it may be someone's marriage or their, their overall lifestyle. And you see that they're living a life that you want to live, spend as much time as you can with them build that relationship because they'll eventually teach you maybe not directly like a true mentorship, but just by association, right. You, you yeah. start to, you start to see things that maybe they don't even notice like their body language or the decisions that they make. And you get to apply that into your own life. So I would say that's the, the most important thing. The second thing is take an assessment of your lifestyle how are you living? Are you living in a way that's really healthy for you? Or are there changes that you should make? One of the, one of the most significant pieces of advice that I received from my psychiatrist was in order to make transformation, there's three levels of it. There's lifestyle transformation where you can actually make these changes yourself. Maybe it's going to the gym more. Maybe it's spending more time with your family. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm friends, meditation, spiritual practices. I mean, the list can go on making those changes that you have control over will create some of the more significant changes in your life. The next level is therapeutic change. Therapy could mean all kinds of things, right? It could be emotional therapy. It could be physical therapy. It could be spiritual therapy. Whatever you decide to get yourself into can have a massive transformation as well for some of the more deeper rooted things that may be stemming from childhood or some specific trauma that you may have experienced in life you get to have your chance to potentially heal that over a period of time. And the third one, which I, I'm not really qualified to speak about is the medicinal part, you know, the, but the reason why I'm mentioning it now is because the way that my psychiatrist laid it out is medicinal tends up, ends up being a last resort. And I don't know if there's anyone here who could be struggling with any particular um, mental health issues or medical issues, but I really appreciated how he laid it out that way where oftentimes we tend to go straight to the medicinal support and mm. it doesn't always have to be that way. I think it's important to have a conversation of what other changes can be made before that has to come in. Um, and so that's like the, the, the next level, of course, you know, and then the third thing is, and this is a little bit of a, a kind of a spiritual perspective, but always have a North star, Right. You, it could be a, a higher power, but it also could just be an internal purpose that you believe that you're here on this planet to do. Always keep that on the forefront of your mind. Let that be the thing that allows you to determine the decisions that you make in your life, the goals that you set in your life and the people you choose to surround yourself with, because you'll never go wrong in those choices if you have that North Star that you're always looking at. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. So yeah. Thomas, we're coming to end of this podcast. It's been a great pleasure having you. Uh, so you. those who's listening, if anyone wants to learn more about yourself, your business, where is the best place to find you? Yeah, the best place you can go to is thomasedwardsjr.com. That way you can learn more about my personal story, but also my businesses, theprofessionalwingman.com and themarriagewingman.com. And if you're a struggling dad who's looking to save their marriage and keep their family together, you can go to themarriagewingman.com for more information. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. So thanks for coming today. I wish you best of luck with your business and personal life. And I hope you have a wonderful day ahead. Thanks again. You too, brother. Thank you. No problem.
That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you got some value and enjoyed our conversation. If you want to learn more about Thomas, go visit his website. You get all the information in there. So until then, I'm going to talk to you in the next episode. Take care. Are you a business owner tired of same old get-rich-quick schemes and cookie-cutter marketing tactics? Do you crave a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who get it? Then welcome to B-School Community. You are one-stop shop for building a thriving business with sustaining organic growth. So, who am I? I'm Ainul Chaudhary. I'm the host of this podcast and I created the B-School Community because I was tired of seeing so many business fail, the coaches and consultant spaces. They are chasing in the wrong metrics, focusing on the wrong things and lacking the support they needed to truly thrive. So, in this B-School community, it isn't about courses, it's about complete transformation. So, we offer Mindset Mastery where you learn to think and like successful business entrepreneurs overcoming limiting belief, your anxieties, your own self-limitation and unshakable confidence. We have organic growth strategies where we teach you how to build your website a sales machine. And also, we teach you how to grow your organic reach on a social media platform of LinkedIn and also, we're going to talk about how to build it a re- reputable your podcast. So through the podcast, you can generate inbound leads for your business. Also, we do weekly live classes where get personal guidance, ask questions in real time, stay motivated and interact with the other people. And so we have like an expert community as well. So where you can connect with the network of online coaches, consultant agency owners, who have been there, done that, and you're ready to succeed and help you with that as well. So why wait? So at Business School Community, we believe building a business with purpose, passion, commitment, and making difference. So we are not about shortcuts or empty promises. We are about real results, real relationships, and real growth. So if you are ready to ditch your grind and build online, join B-School Community today and unlock your full potential. Link will be under the description. Go check out B-School today and get your spot.